This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Shelby Joe Long. I am with the Business Dynamics, and I'm also with the Senior Vice President of the Strategic Advisor Board. Today, I have the opportunity to connect with somebody on the podcast, introduce their business, who our business has quite a bit of synergy. Talk a lot about leadership, talk a lot about entrepreneurship and how that all connects together, a speaker, and I'm excited to hear more about Dan Goodwin's business. This is Dan Goodwin from Cover Your Assets Consulting, and I'm excited to learn more. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Shelby. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate you and all your efforts and how you serve your tribe, and I'm so glad to be here. I'm just excited that you're here. Again, we connected organically on LinkedIn. There seems to be a lot of synergy in what we do. Uh, can you just tell tell the audience about your business and your background a little bit sure. first? Sure, that would be great. I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it to the short version. <laughs> so that's what happens when you have a lot of life experience. So yeah, my 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 CYA consulting was born after I I left uh, the corporate world, and that's been about fifteen years ago. And I was with um, a Fortune one hundred company, and I what I was trained to do, and where my professional skill set is, was in investigations. So I was doing internal investigations for that company. So think uh, fraud and theft, embezzlement, uh, sexual harassment, you know, human issues uh, that uh, that people have when they get together, uh, we as imperfect human beings. And uh, so that my training was, uh, was based upon that. I went to the same school that the federal and the state and the county and the local law enforcement get sent to for investigative school. And so that really led to, you know, hundreds of investigations and thousands of interviews on interviewing people that were witnesses or subject of the investigations to figure out uh, what went wrong and then let the management teams decide how to fix that. So I did that for quite a few years. I finished up my career at uh, that company as a regional manager responsible for five states here in the Midwest and the computer forensics team uh, reported directly to me also. So when I, when I was paroled, <laughs> from that company. I volunteered to be paroled and they accepted my volunteers. And I jumped into a couple of other entrepreneurial business ventures. And what I kept getting pulled back into was, guess what? Small and medium-sized companies had the same issues. They just didn't have a security investigator or an HR person or an employment attorney on speed dial. And I found myself coaching these business owners uh, through how to respond, react, repair, replace to get the fire put out or stop the bleeding. And then that turned into some after work and that turned into some consulting work uh, into systems and processes and how do we shore those up so it doesn't happen again. So that's kind of the the corporate that that covers 35 years from yeah. corporate into entrepreneurship and then how and how and who I serve at this point in time. Sure. Such an interesting background. And it's, I mean, it's a very interesting business because it's, 
you you deal with the things that people don't think that they're going to have to deal with. But when they start growing and they start having these growth challenges and they involve human interaction within their businesses, it's there's a lot of there's often quite a bit of conflict. And then the resolution of that conflict, they need they need an expert to be able to to help navigate through those challenges. So that's a it's a it's a great niche to have, but it's also something that people know that they need, but they might not want to admit it quite yet. So I think it's really good to get into that. It also kind of feeds a feed. I I love the investigation and the questions and the exploration and that that kind of feeds my soul as far as talking about communication and debate, which is my background. And so that's I just love all those things. I think. I think there's not a space for that in a lot of businesses. And I think you can bring that space to businesses. So, right. But, and I would say to, to, yeah, and I would say to gently challenge and sometimes not so gently challenge assumptions. Uh, one of the things, uh, Shelby, that is, is my mission is to get people to think critically, use your critical thinking skills. And it's, it's difficult for people to move into that space sometimes because it, it is work. It, ta- it takes hard work. Yeah. Uh, but when, when we abdicate our critical thinking skills to the programming around us, uh, then uh, we're one step above zombie, but not very far because uh, it is so, it is so prevalent today that people react with feeling versus actually thinking. So take any subject, uh, any controversial subject, just pick one, religion, politics, vaccines, masks, gun control, abortion, I don't care. Pick one. And when you have somebody come at you with their view on it, uh, whichever side they're on, you need to gently challenge them and say, I'm curious, Shelby, how would you know if that wasn't true? And that that pattern interrupt question, that those skills that we learned in investigative school was to get people to stop and actually think about what they've said. And sometimes that's all it takes to change the tenor or the complexity of the conversation to get really down right to the facts that matter in the instant that we are working in right now. It's, oh, it's, you, you're just... <laughs> Preach my I love hearing all this and how how you've created a business out of this because it's such an essential leadership skill. CEOs, small businesses, we're thrown into the fire. We have to put out all these fires. We have to manage everything. But then we also need that outside person to say, hey, have you explored all of these other issues? Have you explored both sides of the issue? Or do you understand that your audience might not be on the same page as you? And so there has to be some some idea about how to engage those. It's such an important idea for leadership and so important for just any anybody in a leadership position to consider and any employee for that matter. So it's a it's your business just speaks to everything that I think is so important for leadership. It's so important for communication. So I I, w- I would agree. And r- remember when when you're visiting with someone uh, there are two primary reasons people ask questions. The first one is for affirmation of a deeply held belief or position. 
Uh, and the example I use is, well, this shirt makes me look awesome, doesn't it? Like cuffs are awesome, right? And so I'm fishing for affirmation. I'm fishing for a compliment. Now, the reason, the, the second reason people ask questions and the most pertinent to our conversation today is they're genuine, genuinely curious. They're seeking new data points. And those are the people you want to engage with. Those are the ones that are eternally curious. Uh, now, Conversely, the people, the reason people don't ask questions is they don't want new data points because then they have to process new information and then they either have to choose to take action or inaction for which there are consequences, good or bad, agnostic, really, uh, depending on which path they choose. And the other point of that is if they go back to the communities which they've ascribed themselves to, be that uh, church, a social club, uh, religious views, political aspirations, whatever that is, and they start sharing their newfound knowledge, they may get ostracized. They may get kicked out, right? Because how dare they bring in a opposing view of something that is supposed to be widely accepted by the group? group that they're talking to. Oh, you're, it's like I'm sitting in my small group communication class, my organizational communication class that you bring in an alternate view and then you're ostracized. Yeah, there's, it's just all of these important things that tie together. So let's, let's back up a little bit. I want to talk about your, uh, your journey into entrepreneurship. Curious if you had any entrepreneur influences in your life, your family, your close friends, Sounds like you were in corporate for a while. So tell me, tell me about that transition and how and why that transition happened from corporate to the entrepreneurial space. As we all know, the entrepreneurial space is a little bit more, it's challenging. It's you have to navigate these new waters. It's not consistent. So there's there's all these challenges. So tell me about that inspiration and journey. Well, inspiration was I was burnt out. <laughs> Sure. Corporate job. I, think, I was. I, I think was. That's the story that we hear is from some entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's funny because you know they say entrepreneurs are the ones that that uh, you know quit their forty fifty hour a week jobs to work eighty to hundred for themselves, and <laughs> uh, so yeah. When I when I left, I. I, I was I was seriously burned out. I was traveling over half the time. I'd missed a lot of my kids' stuff. Uh, you know, I was and I was tired of dealing with people's uh, bad decisions, <laughs> bad judgment, right? <laughs> yeah. So when I jumped in 07, I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. Uh, and that's that's one thing I encourage everyone, you know, before you jump, take make make time to work on your exit plan. Uh, more than I did. Uh, lots of lessons learned there that I can share, uh, you know, a lot of battle wounds. Yeah. And when I jumped, uh, I actually was with the idea of working into real estate investing. And that was in 2007. So you know what the market did in seven and eight, it burned okay. to the ground. And Not I found myself time to invest in real estate or if you have money, <laughs> well, it was, but it's, yeah. Yeah. You needed to get out. So, uh, but what I found was I was using my negotiation skills and my investigative skills um, to help people negotiate a short sale when they were facing foreclosure. So I was talking to v loss, you know, VPs of loss mitigation and I was talking to asset managers and loan servicers, but I was, I was negotiating those 
And that lasted from about 2008 to 2012, 13, as those adjustable rate mortgages burned off finally. And But even during that, I was still exercising my investigative and, and negotiation skills. Even during that, here's what I found is my friends and family that own small and medium businesses, you know, they had the same issues, right? Yeah. Fraud, theft, embezzlement. So... Um, I found myself coaching them. And then that's really where CYA Consulting was born. It's like, okay, it doesn't appear that I'm going to get away from this in my life. <laughs> so I might as well embrace it and monetize it. And that was really, really my story. And I was offered the opportunity to uh, go to the Kauffman Foundation, which is here in Kansas City, very mm -hmm. entrepreneurial. And I got certified to teach their fast track new venture course and their growth venture course. That's really what lead, led me into the education piece of it. And I enjoy those. I'm adjunct. I only teach one class a year, maybe two at the most. But I'm teaching people how to build their 10 sections of their business plan. And I was introduced to that on my exit from that other company that had a contract with Kaufman and never thought I would go back and revisit that material. And I, but I used that for myself and my business. And then I started teaching and training others on how to do that. That's, uh, I love this line. I love the journey that you left and then you return to something that is so internal and it's part of your genius. Yeah. It's part of your invent that investigating that questioning that critical thinking is all a part of how you process things and then you were able to create a business out of it i this 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 conversation comes at a point when my my book is coming out about that a very similar journey that you're in a place where you have these skills where you don't maybe aren't using them to the highest ability and then now you're moving into a space and into an audience that needs those solutions and needs those that understanding and you're creating you're creating that whole line that whole journey so your audience can understand that i love that story i think that's great what has been what would you would say has been the biggest challenge in the transition to entrepreneurship from the corporate space oh wow great question um my gut feeling says not be a secret agent um, you know, when I was, yeah. when I was at the other, when I was at my corporate company, I had a top secret clearance. I installed wiretaps and covert cameras in the middle of the night. Uh, we worked with law enforcement extensively on a lot of different types of cases. And a lot of, uh, I, I've told people I've, I've forgotten more state secrets than I can remember. Right. I mean, from okay. some of the things I worked on, uh, Oklahoma city bombing, nine 11, hurricane Katrina, oh, I've wow. seen a peek behind the scenes. I know how things are. Uh, manipulated, right? I'm very skeptical um, of of every. I, I question everything. Uh, I even question myself. So, <laughs> but hey, that's a the, good the, practice to get into that. To <laughs> under, you know, it's, it's good to have that temperature check, right? Like, am I going in the right direction? Yeah. Yeah. A am I am I crazy or am I true? Am I right? So, but yeah, I. So th that whole the whole thing is. Uh, Figuring out the the biggest the biggest challenge was you know that that piece of it mm -hmm. uh, not to be a secret agent to get myself out there uh, and I, I held back for a long time um, 
and you know, the phone didn't ring off the hook. I wasn't advertising. I still don't do a lot, huge amount of marketing. A lot of my things are word of mouth and referral. Uh, you know, I'm transitioning now from uh, the one on one and the consulting assignments to getting the training out there, right? To train larger groups of people, to train groups of CEOs and HR people of my lessons I've learned through investigations that can be up, not to make them an investigator, but that can be applied to help them use critical thinking skills that when the red flares get shot up and somebody says, oh, that may be a problem, but actually ask a question rather than ignore it. Because if we wait three months, the only person responsible for that is the one looking in the mirror at that point, because they didn't ask the crucial, they didn't have a crucial conversation or the crucial confrontation. They didn't ask the exploratory, deep-seated questioning uh, to figure out, do we have a problem, Houston? Yes. Oh, so good. There, There's, you are a natural teacher, natural educator, this this online group course thing is so in your future because you have so much knowledge and know how to apply it and know how to make it things actionable. And I think that's so important for people to, to practice and understand. So, right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's great. So that's challenge of transitioning to entrepreneurship was the networking and getting out there and getting your ideas and formulating those I mean, making it a product in the marketplace, that's one of the biggest challenges that a lot of entrepreneurs face. So I think that's a that's a good one to, to connect to. What advice would you say for someone that wanted to step out in the journey of entrepreneurship and create a platform out of their genius and to be able to become a genius entrepreneur so they can live the life that they want? Yeah, great, great question. I, I would go back to how I counsel my my scale up uh, clients as they either get ready to scale their current product, bring on a new line of product, uh, merger and acquisition. And I always say there's three V's that you need to uh, examine. And the first one is that the three V's are values, vision and velocity. And the first one is values. Why do you want to do this? What are your values? What do you value? Do you value integrity, honesty, freedom, love, joy? You know, there's uh, uh, there's 60, 60. I do this. I do this uh, exercise in my entrepreneurship class and I, I put people on teams of four or five and I give them cards with 60 cards with a value written on them. And the first 10, I give them 10 minutes to winnie that down from 60 to 30. And uh, we have discussion and then I go back and say, okay, you've got to go from 30 to 10 and you've got seven minutes. <laughs> that gets, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. So because, because people, uh, you see who's, you see who's feeling very strongly about the value they want. You see negotiations, you see compromise, and it's an exercise in how life is. So values is real important. The vision piece of it is, okay, now that we've got your foundation, what is your vision for your company? How can you take your skill set and how can you, how can you bring your superpower to the world? What do people know that you know that they don't know, right? So it's it's always one of those things that the vision piece of it is, is there a market for what your superpower is? Because if there's not a market as good as you are at it, there unless it's just going to be a hobby, right? It's going to be and on then, a soapbox. 
yeah. <laughs> and then the velocity piece is okay. Let's take your let's take your foundation of values. Let's take the vision that you're casting to the world. You know, and then how fast do you want to get there? Because that you know, there's a great acronym system: save yourself time, energy, money. Save yourself time, energy, money, and the velocity piece is how hard you want to work. Because when you lay out strategies and tactics on something, you've you got to look at that. And I've had I've had scale up clients say, "Oh, okay, well, you know what, Dan, we're good. I don't think we want. I don't think we want to scale. It's too much work." And you you know what? I consider that a successful outcome too. Why be married to something? That you're going to wake up six months from now and you're going to hate your life because it has consumed you. Anyway, that's my thoughts. I want to take a class from you. (laughs) (laughs) You bring it all in. I love that values, vision, and velocity. It's very memorable. There's, I think those are so many important tidbits for entrepreneurs that are considering that are in business right now and thinking about growth and scale and adding and those things, but also someone that wants to start a business to understand the, the passion behind it and understand that entrepreneurship is a journey, not a destination. You can't just put a business plan together and then it's just going to work. You got to change things and be dynamic and respond to the market. So, so many good pieces of information there. Dan, I really look forward to continuing our conversation and, putting something together, I think there's going to be something really cool. But and there's so much intersection between the leadership and culture work that I do and you, and there's just so many cool things that could happen. I look forward to it. Well, Dan, it's been a great conversation. Can you tell our audience where they can find you and all the information about you? Sure. So, so my, the playground I play in is LinkedIn 99.9% of the time. Yeah. Uh, you can go to consult cyaconsulting.services and it's going to take you right to my LinkedIn. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I am working on getting the website fleshed out with uh, some, some coursework, some testimonials. But right now, the best way is to connect with me on LinkedIn. I am not a secret agent on LinkedIn. It is Dan Goodwin, <laughs> CYA Consulting. From the secret agent life to the the organic outreach life. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you you can find me if you put Dan Goodwin, CYA consulting, you're going to find me connect with me. And then obviously I would love to know if anybody connects that they connected through here. So I have a point of reference on that. Sure. And I'll, we'll be sure to include that and your website in, uh, in the podcast description so people can find right. you if they want to. Right. Yes. Well, great. Any final thoughts as we finalize this conversation? <laughs> Uh, yeah, remain eternally curious. Always ask questions. D- don't 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 believe anything at first blush. Uh, I mean, qu- question me. Question Shelby. Are we who <laughs> we say we are? Can we deliver the goods? Right. I mean, this is this is important uh, that that in today's age when people are are waking up and figuring out. Okay, maybe everything that I've been taught uh, needs needs examination. All right. Uh, this is a good place to start. How would you know if that's not true? How would you know if that's not true? Oh, this conversation just feeds all of my curiosity and and all of my background in debate and communication. I love all of it. So I'm really very excited to learn more about your business and how you encourage that type of thinking and help hone in those skills with our future leaders. So Dan, thank you again for joining me on the podcast today. And I look forward to when we get to have a conversation again. 
Next time, we'll talk to another genius that has created a business to help change your life as a leader and an entrepreneur. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Joe Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.